0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for.
0: Welcome back, everybody. It one thirty-five at Edmonton. Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott with you. I'm in the 6.30 Chad Studios. Tomorrow, the Edmonton Oilers and the Seattle Kraken. There's still a few tickets available at uh, edmontonoilers.com for more information. Into the Oilers now. Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown. Injury Lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. The Oilers have just loaned Marcus Niemalainen back to Bakersfield to play for the Condors. Um... We thought there could be a sequencing of moves taking place with the imminent return of Evander Kane. However, it should be noted that Connor Yamamoto has not been available for the last couple games and has been dealing with an upper body issue for the majority of the season. It is entirely possible uh, if Kane were to theoretically be activated, the Oilers' lack of other moves to this point, which would include putting a couple players on waivers, would be a sign that maybe Yamamoto might be going to LTIR. They can also retroactively place Ryan Murray on LTIR as well. That's the injury report. It's presented all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to JamesHBrown.com. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. They've got 15 Edmonton area locations. It's this simple. Royal Pizza, they're the best. It's old school, big boy pizza. 15 area locations in Edmonton, 4 in Calgary, 1 in Red Deer. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation is Royal Pizza. Still making it great. We go to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and we are pleased to welcome back to the show the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk. Hello, Colin. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. Thank you for being patient as I uh, I took care of a little bit of business there for us. All right. Uh, It's interesting because the team is struggling to get wins, but we are seeing some signs with some of the younger players, which, frankly, for me, Colin, is the bigger issue. Um, Raphael Lavoie has started to go, and all you need to do is take a look at the top six goal scores for the Bakersfield Condors. This uh, Let's look at the top five goal scores at forward. Seth Griffith, a veteran that's on your first unit power play, he has 10 goals. Xavier Borgo, first round pick in uh, the 2021 NHL draft, uh, he has nine goals. Raphael Lavois, second-round pick from the 2019 draft, coming back from injury this year, he has seven uh, goals. Uh, Ty Tulio, a fifth-round pick from a couple of years ago, he has six. And Noah Phelps, signed out of the University of Alberta, he has six. So you're actually starting to get some scoring coming from some of your younger prospects. That's got to be exciting for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's funny. It's like it's after Christmas. You know, it's the uh, it's been a history of the younger players just gaining more confidence, understanding, hey, I can do this. I can be a player in this league. And, uh, you know, you go into Coachella Valley, the top team in the league and all, all the kids scored. So it was, uh, it was, it was a great point, a bit of a heartbreaker losing overtime, but, um, you know, there's definitely some positives, uh, with the kids, uh, being able to, to score and it's hard to score in this league. Let me tell you. All right, well, let's start with Borgo because he has a first-round pick. Uh, You know,
0: I know he's been on the power play. Are you trying to play him 17 to 20 minutes a game?
1: Yeah, he, he's playing, uh, you know, special teams, regular shift. Um, you know, he's getting a lot of minutes. And, you know, he's someone that's in, important to the organization. And, um, you know, he, he's someone that uh, we're trying to give him different experiences in all areas. So, you know, he, he's definitely logging lots of minutes. that's for sure.
0: Raphael Lavoie missed uh, development camp, training camp. Uh, he got to you guys late. Um, and I know he was a little slow out of the gate. Uh, I think he was a healthy, I'm not sure. Was he, a, was he a healthy
1: scratch at one point for a game? He he was one for one game. He was a healthy scratch in Abbotsford, and I tell you, since then, um, you know, he came back and played one game. He was really good, and then he got hurt. Uh, he, he had an upper body injury, and since then, he's been a very very impactful player. Um, you know, so uh, he's also done the work, and he's also uh, been a more committed player. Um, but you know, I think the coaching staff has also helped him along his way. Second, all right, he's a six foot four right shot
0: winger, a second round draft pick. Uh, and he, it's funny. I saw him getting a fight. I think it was against Calgary. It might have been on. Was it on Monday? Because we were. Maybe it was Sunday. Maybe it was Tuesday. We we're down in the states, anyways, yeah. when it happened. And he reminded me of watching Anthony Mantha fight. Like he he threw the guy around. Quite. It was quite a decisive victory. Was that his first pro fight?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and like you said, he he manhandled him and. You know, he, and he was also, um, he was also a big part of uh, when Noah Phillip tied the game. You know, he was the guy that was battling in front of the net, and taking cross checks, and and kind of craved the commotion uh, for Noah to arrive on the right time to tie the game there. So yeah, he, he was uh, he played hard that game, and he was on a mission. It was uh, it, it was really fun to see.
0: Is this a different player right now than maybe what you saw last season, Raphael Lavoie?
1: You know what? Raph had a really, really hard start. I, I believe it was. I, I mean, Bob, I'm sure you know. I think it was 17 games he went without a goal. I, I remember he scored his first goal right before the last game before the Christmas break, and then right around this time uh, he got he got hot. Uh, he, he, uh, you know, him, Devin Purcell, Lucas Pozito uh, were probably our top line, our hottest line for sure. Um, you know, so that that's kind of why we reunited him back with uh, with Espo and you know with with Ty as well. They've had some really good chemistry. So he, he's playing, uh, he, had, he had a six-day week uh, part last year right before he got hurt that he was playing very well, and we're seeing that again right now.
0: You mentioned Ty Tulio. Uh, he too has six goals and uh, you know 11 points on the season. He's giving you some decent secondary scoring. This is his first year as a pro. Your thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, I'll tell you when Ty came in. Um, you know, it was a bit much for him to handle, uh, but I'll tell you, he, he he worked hard. Like I mean, extremely hard. Block shots, went to hard areas. He brought another element to his game. And then uh, right before uh, uh, the break, he got really sick, um, so he didn't play the last two games in uh, in Colorado. And then uh, it's taken him a few to get going. But the, the last two games uh, against Coachella and uh, against Tucson, he was an impactful player in there. Airline was really, really good. I think the last game
0: um, you guys had Phelps centering McKeg and Cambites. Have you been playing Noah mostly at center?
1: Yeah, I've been playing him mostly at center, uh, and he and he's been really, really improving on his faceoff. He's over fifty percent right now, uh, and then to get him extra minutes, uh, we'll put him on the right or left wing. I think he's a pretty, uh, pretty versatile player, um, but we, we've tried, we've tried to keep him in the middle. And uh, but again, when he's going, and he was going really, really well against Tucson, we uh, rewarded him with some extra shifts.
0: We're joined right now by Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. So he's he's got he's Plus six of all those guys he's got the best plus minus is that been a little bit of fluke or have you sheltered him a little bit or is it a little bit of credit to him or uh, what, you know sometimes plus minuses can be a little misleading stat.
1: Yeah, no, uh, you know his um, his D zone faceoffs are are actually above fifty percent. Uh, there, you know, so that that helps when you're starting with the puck first, uh, and, and him being our only right shot, right? We'll we'll use him on that side quite often. Uh, the other thing is, is he's really learned, and it it, 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 it took probably you know close to twenty games uh, to get him to slow down uh, and stop when he comes into the breakout as a low center, and he's doing a great job at that. So he, he um, you know, I think. You know, is a combination of that learning curve, but at the same time, he's a big body, he skates well. Um, I think he's confident now, and he believes that he can be an impactful player. I think it's a little bit of a combination. Have we been, you know, at, at times are, are we trying to protect the younger players? Of course, you know, but when you're on the road and that kind of stuff, sometimes um, you know you're not going to get the matchups you want.
0: Colin, we'd be remiss without asking about Carter Savoy, who has five goals. So yet another, you know, Savoy's a first-year HL player. Phillips, a first-year HL player. Tulio, first year HL player. Borgoa, first year HL player. Savoy can shoot the puck. I think the question on him was his work rate. Is that something that you've seen improve as the season's gone on?
1: Oh, I, I, Carter Savoy, I tell you, we went, you know, our, our, his coming out party was in Colorado, you know, and, uh, um, he was one of the hardest buildings of playing. He was mixing it up. He was cross-checking guys. He was, uh, uh, he was being physical. Uh, and you know what Carter has been a a massive improvement, you know, and, and, you know, obviously I'm sure other fans know he got hurt in Penticton in that game that he played. He was an impactful player. He made a nice play in the power play uh, to set up a goal. Um, but he went to some hard areas. So I, I think the biggest thing for Carter is he's he's playing hard. Um, he's he is scoring. Um, you know he's got to manage the puck a little bit better at times. Sometimes pucks will go in the middle of the ice and that kind of stuff. And uh, and he goes back with pucks, but you know he's learning. Um, you know he's he's been accepted in our locker room because of uh, how hard he's he's beginning to play here. And he's been a, I'll tell you he's been a really really bright spot. Absolutely bright spot for yeah, us. Yeah,
0: I think you had uh, Savoy between Hamlin and Griffith, and obviously getting Hamlin back. Helps your squad out. Um, just between McKaig, uh, who you've moved I th- mostly left wing here this past weekend?
1: Yeah, mostly left wing, though,
0: that past weekend. He's, yeah. had a, he's had a tough go. He's got one goal in 30 games. This is a guy that's on a, a two-way with a guarantee. Uh, Malone has got, I think, just the one goal this year. And Esposito of two. Now, Esposito does a lot of different things for you, as does Malone. Suffice to say, you're probably hoping to get a little bit more offensive juice out of those guys? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I mean you know lucas you know if we start with Kegger for first you know like he's he's working hard, and you know that did we have him pegged in to have provide a lot more offense absolutely you know um but you know now he's not playing on either power play, and you know the the younger players are are playing well and they're they're coming up so they're they're getting those times, so you know that's a little bit tougher for him, but still you know one goal in thirty games is is tough to swallow right for anybody um you know yes, you know um we we believe that there'd be more offense there. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as Brad goes, you know, he did set up, uh, he set up the game, uh, the power play goal for Borgo and he set up the game, uh, the game tire, um, for, uh, for Carter there on, on the six on five. So I think he's, he's, he's generating some assists, you know, but you know, again, w- one goal, I think it's 21. I think it is, Bob, yeah. maybe a one one, uh, you know, um, you know, you know, he, he needs to be around three or four right now. He doesn't, you know, his career high is 14 goals. So, yeah. you know, not that. Um, you know and then Luke Esposito right like he's he scored seven goals right he's uh, that that's his career high um you'd like to see you know one or two more and I you know you look at like you look at our games right like how many one goal losses we have so it's like you know you you, you need to, each guy needs to have one or two more and, and and that definitely would have manufactured us into you know right on the brink of a playoff spot but that's how tight it is so you know to your point you know Need some more scoring from those guys, and they're they're giving us all they have.
0: All right. Uh, how different of a team are you going to be? Calvin Pickard was up uh, temporarily with the Oilers while Stuart Skinner and his wife, uh, Chloe, uh, ended up having a baby boy, so congrats to them. Uh, but uh, Skinner was in the starters net today. You get uh, Calvin Pickard back, uh, but you also uh, get Marcus Dimaline has just been reassigned. That, that, those are going to be two huge additions for your team, aren't they?
1: Yeah, you know, like you look at our last, you know, Calvin has not been on our team the to last 23, the to last 24 games. And so the game that he played, you know, he we won the game. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a big boost. Nemo, you know, you know how hard he is. Um, you know, he definitely matches our our style of play. Um, you know, so he'll be a big boost. And uh, you know, we also have some some potential guys that would be uh, be off injury as well. So, um, you know, and. The, the I guess the last part I would say is you know I think it's thirteen of our last fifteen or eighteen that you know we played you know, the top three teams in the division so you know we, we have some we have an opportunity here to uh, to make some hay. I got uh, is Demaris coming back from injury for you shortly. Yeah, we're we're hopeful. He's 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 skating right now, non-contact, and um, yeah. So that that will be great. Right? You got a you got a goalie and a couple of D-men. Uh, you know that can log some minutes. Uh, as you know, it changes. You know you know what one player can do. It changes the picture considerably.
0: Well, and we know what one player can do. But would it surprise you if I tell you that the fans in Edmonton are very bullish already on what we're seeing on Vincent Deharnay? Would that surprise <laughs> yeah. you?
1: No, no, it doesn't. You, you, you know what I've said about him before, Bob. You yeah. know I, You can go back. I, mean, I don't know if it's recorded, but you, you know how I feel about him. So. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. I mean, he was – basically, you guys knew last year that this guy – like when I saw him play for you guys when I was in there last year calling, he reminded me of uh, Yanni Hockenpah. And the orders were looking at signing Yanna Hock, Yanni Hockenpah. He's represented by Jerry Johansson. Dallas ended up getting him. There's not a lot of six foot six right shot defenders that can suppress shots like that, that can kill penalties. And you know, the thing that's so far, like the, the thing that maybe separates him a bit from Day, uh, uh, this is Day RNA from Nima Line, and his puck skills at this level, like he passes hard. He's authoritative when he makes decisions. He had, Now, granted, you know, the orders played San Jose and, or Anaheim and San Jose, but he looked very comfortable, and a lot of fans said, well, what about, you know, May, uh, uh, Magna out of San Jose? And uh, they might have that guy in their own organization. And his name's Vincent D'Arnais. You've coached this guy a lot. And, and when he was out with your he didn't start the year with you. He was a big absence when he wasn't in your lineup, was he? Yeah,
1: well, you know, he missed, missed training camp, right? And then when he... Uh, we had him in the lineup we were you know we were a first place club uh, yeah, the, the day he got injured we had won five in a row and pretty much when Kane went down De Rene went down and Pickler went down Yanni uh, Caldas went down as well and you know just uh, that, you know, that, that that's life and uh, you know teams go through injuries and tough times so but you know getting back to Vinny um, you know when he, when he when he plays like you said you know he, he makes hard passes he can make little short shares in the middle he's takes pride in blocking shots and defending and, and penalty killing he's a throwback and, and you know it's uh, the, those guys are hard to find and uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him that uh, uh that the fans in edmonton and and uh coaching staff and media and all that kind of stuff are, are enjoying watching him have some success right now
0: uh colin i think there's a lot of fans excited to hear that uh, some of the younger uh prospects are starting to make some tread there that's good to hear great stuff thank you for your time Okay, thanks, Bob. Good to catch up. You bet. Uh, Bakersfield's got San Diego on Wednesday. It one fifteen in Edmonton. We'll wrap up orders now with This Day in Order's History when we return. I want to mention that Condor's head coach, Colin Chuck, was our Oilers now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Multiple locations in the Edmonton area. Search for Wilhawk. W-I-L-H-A-U-K. today. Condor's last game had Malone at center with Bailey and Borgo. Hamlin in between Savoy and uh, Griffith. Esposito in between Tulio and Lavoie. Noah Phillip between McKaig and Cambites. Uh, Peters and Kemp were together. Caldas and Kessel ring and then Kielb with Gildon and uh, Rodriguez and Fanti, of course now they're gonna get Nima Line and set down today and uh who was sent down yesterday. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. To this day in Oilers' history, it is presented by New West Travel. Travel to California this April to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com for more information. Brandon Escott's going to go back uh, 40, no, 41 years ago today. What do you got?
1: 1982, when Oilers rookie goaltender Grant Fear has his 23-game unbeaten streak ended by the Toronto Maple Leafs at Maple Leaf Gardens. 7-1 the final score in that one. Still stands as the longest unbeaten streak by a rookie goaltender in history, Uh, Jerry Cheevers holds the all-time record at 32 unbeaten starts in uh, 1971-72.
0: So this is a little before your time, but do you recall Jerry Cheevers' mask? The stitches all over. Nicely done. There we go. Uh, He wrote a book on the 1970-71 Bruins, and it was the first book I ever read that had swear words in it. Was uh was called goaltender. It was actually a really good book, and they got beat that year by Boston. The year that Cheevers went thirty two in a row unbeaten in seventy one seventy two, they won the Stanley Cup. Reed Wilkins has inside sports tonight, uh, and I know that he's going to have more involving Evander Kane. He's also uh, going to get uh, uh, some audio from Jay Woodcroft. What else you got on tonight's show?
1: A uh, one on one conversation with the uh, hottest topic clean cost and the hottest topic maybe not named to Kane as well as uh, Alex Inside the Game Analyst on 6.30 Chad Blake Dermott. He'll recap uh, NFL wildcard weekend and we'll get the third for team Brendan Botcher, Mark Kennedy on yesterday's win at the Canadian Open in Camrose.
0: Tomorrow Daily Faceoffs. Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Racing in Alberta presenting live Standard Bed Racing Saturday at Century Mile. That's Standard Bed Racing Saturday at Century Mile. For more information, visit thehorses.com. Yeah, special thanks to all of you who participated in the Interactive Elements Storage Show. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Christina Drapeau. My apologies, Christina, for uh, not having you in there at the 1.30 uh, slot on our uh, news update. So Christina's got the news uh, weather traffic update for the global news. Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jaylen and nice. I. So long, everybody, from Owners Now.